All right, let's talk about sex. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that make me. Let's talk about sex. How do you feel about that? We're talking about sex. We haven't had like a good sex segment in a while. And there's a lot of news in the world of sex right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, the thing that happened this week that I thought was super interesting, Andrew Cuomo's daughter came out as demisexual. So, of course, everyone's Googling demisexual, which apparently it's been around for it's a thing. It's It's been a thing, but it's just nothing that anybody really has talked about or recognized. You don't meet people and they say, I'm demisexual. Like you don't you may know people who are and not even realize it because they might not realize it. So demisexual, in case you don't know means that you fall in love with the person. It doesn't matter whether they're gay, straight, bi, poly. You just fall in love with the person. Why does it have to have a name? Um, why? And why I'll, do you have to come out in public and tell people this is what I am? Why I have do answers I care for you. who mm-hmm. you sleep with? What? Who do I care? I don't care. Call yourself whatever you want. Yep, you don't yep. have to. It's, it doesn't have to be this whole thing. Yes, it does. And let me, let me explain to you why she makes this point, And people like me who are advocates for the LGBTQ plus community. Here's why we still live in a world where people assume everyone is heterosexual and that heterosexuality is the norm. You know, it's normal. Anything else is not normal. This we still live in that world. When she came out as demisexual, she still got homophobic hate on her Instagram page when she talked about it. Like, that's why, you know, if I come out and say that, like, my boyfriend and I had, you know, vanilla sex this weekend, nobody's going to be on there and be like, oh, you had around, oh, breeder. No one's going to say that to me. But people still have a negative opinion about LGBTQ plus, you know, asexuality, whatever else it is. Attitudes like yours. Why do you have to tell us? Is the re- is the problem? No, I don't That's care re- who you sleep in bed with. I don't care. But, why okay. does it have to be a press release? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Because there are people that are experiencing a certain sexuality, and they they're confused about themselves. Like, okay, I had this really good friend. Remember when I was a personal assistant to all those celebrities back in the day? Mm-hmm. I mean, you are. I didn't know you then, but that's what I did. Like when I was a teenager, I was a personal assistant to like everybody. So when you're a personal assistant to a celebrity, you become friends with personal assistants to other celebrities because you have to organize the celebrities together. Like um, I had I worked for a guy. Playdates. Not sometimes (laughs) playdates, but, you know, work. I worked for a famous Oscar winning director who, who was an actor, too. And he was doing a movie with another television star. Mm -hmm. So the television star had a personal assistant. So she and I had to talk all the time to organize these two guys schedules. That's what we did. So as a result, because the two guys were good friends, she and I became very good friends and started hanging out together. Her boss had a house in Bridgehampton that he never used because he was always like making films and making television or running around, running around the country or the world, whatever. So for this one summer, he's in like Italy shooting a film. So he said to her, take my house in Bridgehampton. Enjoy it. Have fun. She calls me up. She's like, ka-ching, we're going to Bridgehampton. We're taking his house. 
So she and I alone together had this amazing time. Like it was, we were there for like a month. We had so much fun at this big giant mansion in Bridgehampton. And while we were there, she had told me, I knew that she had, she dated, she was from Seattle. She dated um, Kurt Cobain's bodyguard, this guy. And they were together for like, years and she was telling me all about him and how serious they were and they broke up and blah 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 after him she started dating this woman laura and she and laura were like madly in love together for two years blah 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 so i'm thinking is she bi is she gay is she maybe not comfortable with her sexuality i introduced her to a friend of mine a male friend of mine who is bi so he you know sleeps with men and women, they fall madly in love and get married. So she was in a relationship with a very straight bodyguard, big, muscular, hetero guy. Mm-hmm. And she was in a very serious relationship for two years with a woman, very feminine woman too. Not like, I mean, she was super fat, like lipstick, lesbian, they call them, you know, whatever, like super feminine. Then she meets my bisexual friend. They fall madly in love and they get married. Mm-hmm. And I and I think they're still together to this day because I she I saw her on um, Instagram and she still has his last name. So I'm assuming so. Anyway, so what is her sexuality? And the answer is she is demisexual. This is what demisexual is. She meets somebody and falls in love with that person. But she didn't have to press release it. Well, no, because she looks, I think at the time, yeah, she was just dating who she dated and fell in love with who she fell in love with, you know, and for all I know, she and my friend, because he's bisexual, he might be still maybe part of their marriage was to be open that she could still be with women. He could still be with. I have no idea, but I'm just saying like it, it explains when you look, when you hear a definition of something and you go, oh, I know somebody who falls in that category. And that's what I would explain to people. She falls in love with the person is how I would always don't we say, all? well, <laughs> don't we all fall in love with the no. person? Uh-uh, no, 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 because I, I mean, I've been best friends with women, but I've never fallen in love with a woman. She is open to for, for her as a demisexual. She does not care what is going on. You know, if you're male or female, she falls in love with a person, whatever mm-hmm. they tend to be, is my point. That's the idea. So anyway, Andrew Cuomo's daughter came out as demisexual and she explains it, which is really interesting because the way she explains it makes perfect sense to me. She was on some podcast or some uh, um, Instagram show or whatever with some dude and she explained exactly how she came about discovering and how she came out as demisexual. When I was in elementary school, I feared that I was lesbian. When I was in middle school, I came out to my family and close friends as bisexual. When I was in high school, I discovered pansexuality and thought that's the flag for me. And I recently uh, learned more about demisexuality and have believed that that identity resonates with me most. So I think that we're always evolving and growing and trying to label ourselves only limits us. These spectrums are as fluid as we are and 
attachment to labels only restricts us. She makes the point that she would like to live in a world where people just like you said, like are what they are. We don't care who you have sex with. It doesn't have to be part of your people are people. It's just you you fall in love with the people. It's not it doesn't matter if the person is yellow, green, black, male, female. It's you fall in love with the people. Yeah, it, it, you can hate people like I hate all people or you love all people. <laughs> Why does it have to have 30,000 different words for it? Because there's still a lot of hate out there because whether she calls herself something or doesn't call herself something when she's out with another woman and they're holding hands or they're making out or whatever, you know, people there's two reasons because people will still say negative things about them or or negative things about you based on your sexuality. So no one wants to get to know you as a person. They just want to know who you're sleeping with so that we can label you and yell at you. Um, But also I find, especially with a lot of my friends that are really like, I have to say this about a couple of my trans friends. They are really into the trans community. They're very involved with trans issues. And then I have one friend who's trans that could give a crap about any of that stuff. He's just trans. He just, that's, that's who he happens to be. He goes on with his life and it drives him crazy that other trans people are like, why are you not more active? Why aren't you fighting for this? Why aren't you fighting for that? And it bothers him because he's like, it's just who I am. I'm not I'm not an activist. I'm just somebody who was born in the wrong body. Like, why does that suddenly make me somebody that I now have to fight for the rights of others? I didn't want to do that when I was a female. Why would I want to do that now that I'm a male? Like what that doesn't that shouldn't change just because I identify as trans. So I think that happens a lot of times. I think when somebody declares themselves something in particular or is perceived as something. I mean, she's in the world of politics. Her father is Andrew Cuomo. Mm -hmm. So I think people expect her, if you're a lesbian, why aren't you fighting for lesbian causes? Well, because I'm I'm demisexual and I don't want to necessarily only pinpoint lesbian causes. I also want to fight for other gay rights or rights in general or female rights or, you know, whatever. So I think that the pressure is on for certain people and a certain generation for sure to speak out and be an activist rather than just live their lives. I think it's really hard to just go live your life. I agree with David Seeley a million percent. I'm not, I'm semi-sexual. I'm not in the mood half the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I'm barely in the mood. So I'm semi-sexual. It's a perfect way to describe me. Right. And David agrees with my trans friend a million percent that just because my friend is trans doesn't mean that he has to suddenly become part of a community necessarily. And also, she's young. She's at a place where her identity is important for her to figure out who she is. And it's going to change 70 times, 70 more times, probably. Or, or not. Or not. Maybe she felt like she said she thought she was gay. Then she thought she was bi. She thought she was pansexual. She's trying to figure out who she is. Mm-hmm. And then she learned about demisexuality and was like, wait a minute. That makes sense to me. When I saw the movie Ghost, I was demisexual also. Oh. Um. <laughs> We talked about a couple of weeks ago, speaking of sex, there was going to be a sex festival 
Remember we were talking about that? Yes, that remember. So we started this segment by me saying it's time to talk about sex. I was going to tell you about that. The one in Lincolnshire. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So it ended up happening. So we talked about this a while ago. There was some big sex party that was supposed to take place. Fourth of July weekend of all of all times. They don't care about Fourth of July, obviously, in England, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they it happened hate to that day. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Not a fun day for them. It happened to have coincided with the weekend that they were planning on doing this big giant sex party. It's like um, celebrating your divorce. <laughs> so right, yeah. <laughs> you, Good point. Your husband is celebrating it. You should really <laughs> celebrate it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so they really don't celebrate Fourth of July there. So um, the party was going to be, I think it was 200 pounds per person, which is like three, three twenty five, three hundred and something dollars yep. per person. And, you know, with that, you get it's it, if you've ever been to a sex party, a lot of it's funny. They always try to sell you stuff like any, any party you go to where there's any kind of theme like Tupperware. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter. Skincare sex there's always someone trying to sell you something, you know, so a lot of times you go to these sex parties, there's always these booths where they're trying to sell you like. Are you into BDSM? Here's a new face mask or here's a new this or here's Mm -hmm. a new that, you know, here's a new strap on. So I think um, that was part of the party that they had like, you know, uh, vendors demonstrations or whatever, like vendor demonstrations. Mm -hmm. So it it ended up being more like a book fair, (laughs) like a book expo (laughs) kind of thing. But they ended up they did the party. Hundreds of people attended. It was covid compliant. You had to get covid tested mm-hmm. within 48 hours um everyone did you had to be obviously negative a lot of people were already vaccinated it didn't really matter and they sold 400 tickets 400 That's people crazy. showed up 325 a pop yep they yep. sold that much yeah there was a cigar bar there was face painting which is hilarious because <laughs> they do that at children's parties i love it's like will you paint my face or will you paint something else i would have my tits painted that sounds like fun um, there was the demonstrations, like I said. There was naked performances. There was an adult bouncy castle. How which, can you do that? That's the, that's the one I don't understand. You, there's some people like you don't want to see them do a bouncy castle. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't want to see me naked bouncy castle. That's not going to turn you on and go, oh, right. I want him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get laid all weekend if you see me in a bouncy castle. Yeah, but if you remember on the man show when Jimmy Kimmel used to do the man show with Adam Carolla mm-hmm. and they would have women on trampolines, it's kind of like that. Hot and- women on trampolines, but the the women that go to the the COVID sex fair. Yeah. I don't think they look like the girls Jimmy Kimmel had on the bouncy thing. But it's for the voyeurs. You know, like I said, remember, I told you I when I was researching this for um, a book I was writing, I got taken to a sex club. And the thing about it that I found the most fascinating was the fact that there was there was this one room and it was all glass enclosed. So you had the people inside doing all kinds of stuff and then the people outside watching. And I said to my girlfriend who took me, who was like trying to explain the whole thing to me, I was like, what's up with this? Like those people want to be watched is like yeah that's the whole point the people who want to be watched who are voyeurs and exhibitionists so you have the exhibitionists inside wanting to be watched and the voyeurs outside watching them it's perfect because Mm -hmm. this way the voyeurs don't bother their neighbors they're not peeping toms they're watching people who want to be watched and the people who want to be watched 
Because there's, we, oh my God, we used to live across the street when I lived on the Upper West Side. We lived across the street from this couple that was obviously really into exhibitionism. And this wasn't like here where the nearest building is like all the way down. You can't see anything. The nearest building was like right here, like Mm. within inches. And they had a big giant window. It was not covered. They walked around naked all the time. They had sex in front of the window naked all the time. They were really into it. But I didn't want to watch. I'm not a voyeur. So for me, it was like, I know you're into exhibitionism. That's turning you on. But I'm I'm being sexually assaulted. Like, mm-hmm. I'm being forced. Buy a, buy a curtain. Do something. Right. They didn't. And there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's their apartment. They can do whatever they want. And they would say, well, just don't look. But my TV, our TV, my roommates and I, our TV was right by the window. So it was like, <laughs> you know, so we put curtains up. But it's like, right. why should I? So so in a sex club environment, it's a lot better because you get the people that want to be watched and the people that want to do the watching. Good it's point. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, it works out really well. Anyway, so that party did take place. And then um, here's the last sex thing that we need to talk about. And that is, I think it's very interesting that now as we talk about LGBTQ, polyamorous people want to be included in that. Tell they me what that be- is. Polyamorous means that you are in a relationship and you will um, bring a third, per- like a thruple. Oh, so you know. a guy who's married to a cool wife or <laughs> <laughs> that's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, um, the thruples I know are all gay couples. But so anyway, it's 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 engaging in multiple romantic par- partners. So it's not just it's not just like. The two of you have sex with a third person. The third person becomes part of your relationship. And all three of you are in love with each other. You, like sister wives. Like sister wives. Exactly. Except it's all consensual. Mm-hmm. Usually there's a primary couple and they bring in a third person. Or sometimes it's a couple and another couple. And everybody is, you know, they, together they take care of the kids, the house, they pay the bills. A lot of times when you're polyamorous, you might live together in the same house, you know. So... The new thing is that poly people want to be included in the LGBTQ plus community. Mm. But the argument is that poly is more of a kink and that once you open that door, then so foot fetish people, do you include them? LGBTQ F P Q R. It's going to grow. It's going to keep going. Then you're right. going to have to get a new n- name for all those letters. But I guess the hope is eventually we have to st- we stop counting. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like we st- it, it's everyone is accepted. Everybody is everybody has the same rights. Everybody is who they are. Nobody makes fun of anybody else. And we just live in that world. 